You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Girls After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Girls After Show. Hi, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another after show for girls on HBO. And we With are, a guy. <laughs> we are super hey. excited. So I want to uh, introduce my panel of cohorts here. So say hello. Hi, I'm Miriam. And I'm Thomas. How are you? And we are doing, like, tonight's episode, it's season one, episode two, and tonight's episode is titled, Appropriately, Vagina Panic. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of panicking going on, yeah. So tonight we, um, as we remember from last, from the, the first episode, um, we, Hannah and Adam have this awkward relationship going on. Well, before we get into the relationship, let's get our fans to actually watch us and listen to us. Tune into iTunes, download us, download the podcast, tell us your comments, rate us, let us know what you think. Um, also check us out on the YouTube as well. And uh, then you can give us our, what you think of this episode and what you think of our show. Yes, absolutely. Cool. Awesome. I'm down. Sorry. As soon as this, I'm going to download it. <laughs> no, but so we go back to that first episode, and they do have a very, well, are they just F buddies? Can, can we say F buddies or sex buddies? I mean, is that it's what they are? It's a booty call. Or? Well, that's what we were trying to figure out, and that's what I was like, I wanted to say that first before the iTunes thing, because we had some comments, like, on our oh, iTunes thing. So I wanted to, did? like, we did. Oh, my God, I'm so like, excited. A lot of people, <laughs> we had, like, on our YouTube and stuff, too, like, people were watching the show, and, you know, there was people that had hit me up on Twitter and stuff about it, too, and talking about, and that's, you know, I love that people are doing that and getting into it and downloading us and stuff, which I think is great, because that's what we want to know. We want to hear what you think, and we want to see if there's, the show is getting a lot of great buzz. So, you know, as Miriam said, Please, you know, go to iTunes, download us, do all of that stuff. Um, but, you know, these relationships and these awkward scenarios people are really relating to and which, you know, this episode opened up with such an awkward, you know, sex scene, <laughs> which we, you know, and there were two of them in the beginning of this episode and we had one in the first episode too, but it's... it's the second you know. one was better though. Like the first sex episode was a little... I don't know. That was just beyond yeah. Uh, awkward. Yeah. 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 So, you know, people are, you know, relating to that because it is very raw and real. So, you know, it's, <laughs> you kind of giggle a little bit and it's not the sexy sex in the city stuff that you see. This is just like the nitty gritty where you don't really, you know, you don't really kind of know what you're doing and it's really awkward and it's not really sexy. And, you know, and that's kind of like some of the things that I was getting on Twitter is like people were, 
you know, can relate to that and, you know, have similar situations like that. So, you know, keep the comments coming. You know, we, you know, get involved, you know, tweet us, you know, call, you know, call in. We want to hear what you think. And the quotes were also really bizarre, like when they were having sex, when he, um, when he was when when he was when Adam was telling her when I found you know you wanted it like this, and she would reply back with like these real awkward things. Oh, like right here, you mean, or there, or the, oh, and then it was just kind of like the dialogue just, is definitely yeah. a little off base when they when they are having these interactions, these sexual encounters is what they are. And I thought it was really interesting because he went on and he was like, you know what? He's like, I, I found you on a street. She's like. I bet you had a party. With the lunchbox. <laughs> well, because he obviously wants to role play. They're not kind of discussing this beforehand, so it takes her a second to kind of catch up, which oh, yeah. makes it a little awkward. It was. She's like, "Oh yeah, yeah," on the street <laughs> with a cabbage patch lunchbox. She was eleven. That, That's like mm, bad. Yeah. He has some issues. I want to send you home to your parents covered in cum. Not, He's got uh, some issues. And the fact that like once they got to the point of like finally getting to finish, it's the way he did it. Like he smushed her face yeah. into the pillow and didn't want to see her face. And then he had to like do it in the opposite direction to the point where like, what was the comment he said? I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna come the continent of continent of Africa on your arm. I'm gonna come the size of the continent <laughs> of Africa on your arm. <laughs> Now, you know, let's get, like, being a guy, you know, the guy's perspective on this. I mean... Okay, so, I've never smushed a face down that... Paper bag, maybe? No. <laughs> now you're putting me on the spot, sorry, now I kind of feel uncomfortable. And the lights are a little warm in here, but but no, back to that. Like, I, I think it just... It, it, I'm talking really loud now, but I think it goes back to just the nature of their relationship. And it goes back to, like, her friend telling her at the beginning or later in the episode when she was telling her, she's like, well, you know, it, texting is the lowest form of communication. He never even texts her. And so that kind of set it up. And then when he smushes her head down, it just kind of shows, like, no, I really don't give a, a damn about you, blah, blah, no. blah, blah, blah. Let's finish. And then... And then even when they left that morning, he's like, oh, where are you going? She's like, oh, I'm going to go home to my parents covered in cum, like you told me. And then he didn't even get it. Like, he totally didn't remember It's anything. almost like he has he has blackout sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's two completely different, yeah. you know. It's like whatever's happening during the, I'm not even, yeah. I don't even, let's not talk about it the next day. Like, oh it's two God. completely different things. I like how she says, though, when, when she's done, she's like, I almost came. Yeah, and that's so just, good. Like, I almost did. But you know what? That's just a tell of, like, that dynamic and how how realistic this show is it's the fact that like you know i don't know about you but i've come across many a selfish lover when i was in my early 20s <laughs> that i didn't have that so it's it's very relatable on that note that she's like brutally honest she's like i almost did i mean he's absolutely 100 percent just worried about himself oh yeah oh no but he does offer her a gatorade oh yes mm-hmm. he does after he like <laughs> holds her face and tells her gentleman. she has to ask permission before she can even attempt to even when she's not with him you know if she's pleasuring herself she has to call him first that's and ask where you permission. get the term wham bam thank you ma'am that was a thank you ma'am the gatorade was his way of saying thank you oh my uh, god oh clever right uh, <laughs> why we have you here oh that's so funny and then the next sex scene though what did you guys or what did you ladies think about that one all right so marnie doing her boyfriend or her boyfriend trying to do her is more what it was like yeah um i mean it's obvious they've been together for four years she's way over him and to the point she doesn't even want to look at him no and he's like look at me and she compromises her her, what she doesn't like she's like all right let's just do doggy style and he they get into this whole dialogue during sex about doggy style and i thought you didn't like it and 
you're like a piggy bank or something. <laughs> well, she says <laughs> no. She like corrects that. him, and he, he's like, I thought you'd like it because it's like a piggy bank. She goes, No, it makes me look like a piggy bank. But she had her shirt on, so I guess this was okay. And then when he was when he was in the act of it, it was really funny because he's like, Oh, 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 that feels really good, and it was just it really was awkward. Bizarre. He's like, I have to go slow, and she's just standing. Like, I mean, she just if if clearly were, wants it to be over. Yeah, if there were a mirror and he saw her face, he would have been mortified. <laughs> and it's so sad. Which is why she wanted to turn around. Yeah. Because she, she wanted to hide her emotion from him. He, she did not want him to see that she's disgusted by him, which she told Hannah when they were both in the bathtub. Yeah, on the last but, episode. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's just it's just reiterated in this scene that she still feels that way. And then, you know, after the fact, when they're, you know, in the kitchen and he's, you know, leaving to go to work or wherever he's going, and she's like, I don't want you to even worry about how I feel. Just let me be here and be mad. And then when Hannah gets home, she's like, oh, he's too busy respecting me that he just sees right through me. It's one of those things <laughs> where it's like the, the roles have been reversed. She is no longer the girl in the relationship. He's the chick and she's the dude. You know, yeah. she's mm-hmm. like, don't talk to me the way that you're talking to me. Like, why do you have to be so like almost like why do you have to be so nice? Yeah. Why do you a, care so you much? Know, be, a, be a man that doesn't care. Well, do you remember the quote? This is a quote. He goes, do you want these fucking nuts in your mouth? Have you seen these? And then she replies back, have you seen your fucking nuts? I don't want those in my mouth. That was a quote, by the way. Yeah, and she's like, ew. And he's, you know, and he gets really offended and and hurt. Yeah, because he was trying to role play with her. And she's like, nah, dude, you're gross. It just kind of shows that they're they're completely on different levels, which goes back to normal relationships. Relationships run their course. Sometimes they run 60 years, maybe four years, maybe two weeks. But anyway. Well, and then, you know, and then when Hannah comes home and she really simplifies it and she's like, you know, you've been with him for, yeah, she's like, you've been with him for four years, you know, you're allowed to get bored. It's okay. And then she, you know, and Marnie gets a little bit offended by that, you know, thanks for simplifying it. And then she told her, you're not allowed to say he's too good. Remember? She was kind of, she was like, wait, because her situation's a complete opposite where. Yeah. She wants the guy to be interested where, you know, the Marnie's guy is interested. Right. So it's it's very an interesting dynamic that they've got going on with their significant others or so to speak, booty right. calls or what yeah. have you. And um I just think it's uh I don't know, it's it's interesting how these characters are starting to unfold with um, how they interact with each other about their situations. And it's like when they get to the point where they all go and plan the abortion for Jessa, you know, they're very involved and they're very concerned, but at the same time, it's they're not. Right. You could see their age, like their age comes Abs- to play. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's such a serious thing that's about to happen, and then they just kind of th- throw the whole party, and it, they made light of the situation, just like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know, in the, you know, and then when also when she's, you know, let's backtrack to before when Hannah's leaving Adam's apartment and he's like, you know, what are you doing today? She's like, oh, I'm going to go charge my phone and go to a job interview and go accompany my friend to an abortion. And he's like, you know what? Then they get into this whole abortion talk and then they talk about condoms and he, you know, you know, tells her well that he doesn't always use them. And she gets a little freaked out. Which she has every right to Absolutely. be freaked out. It's like because of the stuff that's on the side. Remember, she <laughs> well, the way she, she went... broke it down to you know, of course she goes home and she decides to do some research about you know STDs and she's got this huge fear of AIDS and and you know it's so funny because like. I think as a girl, we've all had that moment where you're like wrapped in the towel and you're like with a mirror checking out your vajayjay. You're like, okay, is everything okay down there? I mean, I, I think she had one hand on the towel, one hand on the Google, and she's just like, let's look and see. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was one of those. It was very uncomfortable and awkward and and very realistic. You know, she has this guy who doesn't really give a rat's about her, and he's sometimes using a condom. Now she's 
freaking out. Absolutely. But, yeah, it was interesting that it didn't click. Like, she didn't get more upset then. Like, she was too scared to show him her emotion. I'm just going back, like, a little bit. But when he actually told her, I just thought it's really interesting that she she was just trying to be cool about it when she totally should have just reacted and said, like, hey, this is my health. But, I mean, well, that's... But, again, it goes back to the age because yeah. it's it's a little bit of a battle, I think, that a lot of young girls fight with is that, yes, we think about our health, but at the same time, when you're young and wrapped up in all of that, you don't want to lose this... Even if it's a terrible relationship that you're in, you still don't want to lose that. So it, it kind of you're, you're the fear of admitting like all of those feelings at the same time, especially with her job loss. This is kind of all she has. In yeah. A way, right? So she doesn't kind of want to let that go. So I think that hesitation and then he sees it on her face and, you know, he jumps up and he's like, we're fine. We're fine. Kind of like it was so awkward. Right. Like he was like patting her ears and your freak out face, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "No, don't kiss me, don't kiss me," and then he kisses her. It's it, like they're ju- he's just so. Well, when he's like humping the bed, when he's like, "I do what they tell me to do," and then he starts moaning and humping the bed, which is kind of bizarre. <laughs> well, it's just yeah. that real disconnect that he mm-hmm. should like she's they're not together. It's not a relationship. He's not in love with her, and it's kind of just his way of showing that to her. Yeah, True. that she's just really not getting. No. You know, and when you're at that age, you know, you don't. And, you know, when she's doing all this, you know, research and all, you know, all of that about STDs and how do you get them and how do you, you know, let's talk about the, all this, the stuff that's on the side of condoms. Which well, she can't even use the know, proper term, which is really interesting. <laughs> and all of that, you know, but it's it's it just an, a whole interesting dynamic. And it just it, the way that they communicate with each other is is. I'm just so glad I'm not that age anymore. <laughs> it's, you know, at one point in the episode, you know, she's at the doctor and getting the STD tests, and the doctor's even like, you couldn't pay me to be 24 again. She's like, they're not even paying me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, they're not even paying me. It's just, that's that's the nature of the beast when you're that age. And, and you know, um, just kind of like going through the motions of sexual experiences and being in, in the city and trying to make it and, uh it's I don't know it's just interesting and trying to find you know love and you know going through you know like dealing with this abortion and you see you know Marnie's having a really hard time with Jess's abortion yeah which I find really interesting because she really wants to be a mother and the fact that Jess is pregnant and having an abortion is really taking an awkward toll on Marnie it is so you know that whole dynamic is very interesting because she has a lot of anger toward Jess and her just in general anyway. She, Marnie's a very angry person. She is. And she's, she's a hater. She, she doesn't like her boyfriend. <laughs> she doesn't like Jessa. She doesn't like how Hannah's living her life. She needs you know she needs a little bit of therapy. I think she needs some good love. You know she needs a good love book. She needs to get that book that Shoshana was trying to pass along to everybody and read it. That book was hilarious. So I think she needs you know she needs to go to like Amazon.com. And you know, get get a good book, which reminds me that now everyone, let's take a moment. This is something cool and new that um, all you after buzzers can do. After you can go to afterbuzztv.com, and we now have a banner that you can click on and shop on Amazon.com directly from afterbuzztv.com, which is totally cool. And if you are an online shopaholic like me. It is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, (laughs) seriously. I find like the best deals on Amazon.com. So if you go to www.afterbuzztv.com, click on the banner from our site and go directly to Amazon.com and you can get 
love advice books. You can get beauty products. You can get. I seriously want this book though. It's because, the one they were yeah, fighting about. The one they were fighting about. <laughs> I mean, Jess is pissed off about the book. She's like, if I, I am how not dare one of those she ladies, tell me who to love and what to do and when to do it? I decide, and I'm not a yeah. I'm not my a lady. favorite thing was was that you know the, you know Shoshana's reading out of the book excerpts and is like, okay, you know, like if a, if a man does you doggy style, that's not good. That's unacceptable. Like he needs to um, look, look at your pretty face, your eyes, and look into your face, and 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 <laughs> Jessica goes off on a tangent, and she's just like. Look, if I want to have udders and let them hang, then I'll do that kind of mentality. Like, she just, she's very free spirited. Yeah, she's very free spirited and she's very disconnected to rules, so it seems. She's not a rules girl. It goes back to her character, just traveling around, and now oh, she's yeah. in New York. And- she's a gypsy. Yeah, and I, she doesn't like to be labeled as anything, I think. Not even a lady, apparently. No, I mean, I was like, <laughs> what are you? A chick? Who takes offense to that, though? Seriously, I mean, that, that just kind of baffled I'm me. I'm a lady, damn it. But then maybe it, was, but maybe it was her hormones acting up because she was pregnant, so maybe it was just her... That's what I was thinking. I mean, I, don't, I mean what's your thoughts? You know, but I, I think she just was... Ha- I think she it didn't really have anything to do with the book, really. I think it had more to do with her situation. She because she, you know, when she was talking to Hannah, she said she wants to be a mother at some point. And the fact that she was having to go through this abortion, she just was having a harder time with it, I think, than she realized. Then I think she thought she would. Yeah. Did you think it was awkward that they were on a playground talking about the abortion and when they're going to meet up? Did you guys notice that? I did. Yes. I did notice that. And it's just, but that goes to show the mentality. They're sitting at a playground, they're having ice cream together, they're sharing very, um, you know, love advice and sex stories and such and STD concerns. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's one of those things where, like, Jessa especially is having, like you said, she's having a hard time with this idea of having an abortion to the point where she says, I want to have many babies with different men of the different races. races. <laughs> and I'm like... Wow, can we say hooker? <laughs> but she's like smoking pot. She goes to a bar instead of the abortion clinic. Oh, yeah. I like how she was you know. counting white Russians. She, said, she <laughs> said it was milk, though. Remember? Well, she said it was milk to the one guy. And then yeah. the guy, he went. Did you? Another thing, too, right before she was going to get the abortion, his, I forget his name, but when he picked up the phone, he called his mother. Yeah, his name was Morgan. I Morgan. Think. Yes. Yeah. He called his mother. A, I, th- I wasn't sure if it was his mother or, the, or his girlfriend. No, no he called his mom because oh, he said, okay. hi, mom. Oh, God. I missed that part. Yeah. And, I'll get, and I'll get back to you later. Blah, blah, blah. And then he tells her, you have a bunch of text messages. And she's like, forget it. Don't worry about it. Mind your own. Yeah, mind yeah. your own business. What did, Sh- what did uh, Shoshana say that she calls it? Word alert. Yeah, she doesn't know how to text. She calls it word alert. <laughs> what, do you think, what do you guys think of Shoshana, though? I mean, and then after the bar scene, when they go back to the abortion clinic, and Shoshana's, like, freaking out on a completely different level. What are your thoughts well, about Well, even before, even let's back up just a tiny bit. The thing that I think about the whole them being at this clinic is that they're kind of, the atmosphere is like it's an abortion party. Yeah, but it's, it's abortion SC- clinics are not a fun place. Well, I mean, I mean it's a, well, it's not yeah. even an abortion clinic. It's just a clinic, but that happens to do that. Those, but it's they're getting STD tests. You know, Shoshana comes with a bag of food. She doesn't know how long it's going to take, and they tell her to sit you down know, and calm down. Marnie everyone else is, is upset because Jess is late, and you know she's you know orchestrated this whole thing and she's frustrated but she's freaking out on about something else but focusing on this and 
it's just the whole dynamic I find really interesting. Well, I feel bad for Marnie because at that point at the clinic, you know, she she starts questioning herself about, you know, being, wanting to become a parent. And, you know, four years and she's only been with Charlie and they haven't gotten pregnant not once. And her period, like she's very structured. Her periods always come on time. It's, you know, the same day, same amount of time. Don't have to worry about that. And now she's questioning it. And here, like, Jess is being very irresponsible and... Marnie wants that responsibility and Jessa has it because there's always that weird dynamic between the two of them. Marnie seems to have this complex of having the world on her shoulders. Like she can never just take a break. Even when things are going well. I mean, just from the two episodes, it just seems she can't she just can't relax or she's always going to find an issue with something. And since Jess is the complete opposite of her, it just throws her off. And every time she, like you said, tries to mother her and bring her back, like just with this abortion thing, she, in her eyes, she's trying to help her. And at the same time, Jess is just blowing it off. And it's just that whole relationship. It's going to, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, well, because I think they... she brings it upon herself, though. I think she feels like she has to be that mother of the group because Hannah's a little bit, you know, young-minded and, you know, still needs a little bit extra guidance. Jess is a little too free-spirited. So she feels like she needs to be the one that if nobody's going to pick up, you know, if nobody's going to, you know, be the structured one, it has to be me. So she she carries that weight. Yeah. And I think it's just with her relationship and getting dealing with her own things, I think it's just it's starting to become a little bit too much for her. And I think we're starting to see that. So. Well, I, I, Let's talk about Hannah's job interview. Wow. Yes. That was something else. I mean, you you She I, nailed it at the beginning. She I mean, did. she had the job. I mean, pretty much. I mean, it was just a few more minutes if she'd kept her mouth shut, she totally would have been paid. But that just goes to be that just goes to show her character. Like she just doesn't know when to just be quiet. And she goes one step too far. But who does that? Like what she, she does. Like, she's a writer. She she is very immature. She feels extremely comfortable being immature to when she's sitting there and she's, you know, having this whole like Syracuse conversation and everything's going well and she's like, Oh yeah, you know, everything that that you would put on or say in an interview, like I'm that, I'm responsible, I, you know, I'm a team player, all that kind of stuff. And then they start talking about Syracuse. And then she was like, oh, yeah, the year that uh, there was a date rape. She starts giving statistics about date rape Mm -hmm. and that happening at the college that this guy who's going to hire her went to. (laughs) And then she goes a step further and accuses him of being the guy that was doing the date raping. And how the rates went down after he graduated, the year he graduated. Yeah. It it was like, oh, you poor thing. Like, I just wanted to shake her. The banter was great. It was almost like they were, like, it was almost like it was a first date. Well, like they both it was live really, in Brooklyn. They had that in common. You know, common. they had a lot of yeah. stuff in common. It was it was going really well. It was a lot of back and forth. I mean, she was nailing it. And then, I was proud of her. I was actually I was really too. proud of her. I thought it was going to yeah. be. You know, he was like, "I'll just I'm just going to look at your resume as a formality." I mean, she pretty much had which it. is the best job interview when someone does that. Yes. That's the best feeling because yes. I mean, you you know you're almost there. You know, because like, you, you know it. it's just and then but I think she got a little too cocky at the end, threw in that one last joke, and it just what did he say? She's not um that's not office okay yeah you're not used she, to not office used, environment yeah, yeah. And that's she's not, like you're, you're not office okay calls like, back in six months you know pretty like, much when wow. you grow up a little bit more can you know kind of give us a call back we can't talk about rape or race or like she only has seven more days in New really York based okay. on her money remember yes <laughs> so she, yeah. well, she's lasted a week so far <laughs> <laughs> poor thing yeah so um 
Anyhow. But she's trying, you know, she's trying, and I like that. But why don't we take a really quick break, and then we'll come back in, and we will talk about Shosa- uh, Shoshana's. <laughs> I can't even say it. I'm Shoshana, Shoshana, yes, Shoshana, 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 Shoshana. We'll talk about her secret and um, kind of uh, Hannah's little fear, and then get back into it. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? All right. So we are back at the clinic. So Shoshana, Shoshana. <laughs> I can't. I can't Shoshana, even say Shoshana, it. Shoshana. It's a really hard word to say. <laughs> beautiful, is. beautiful name though. It's it a is. great name. Well, it's- I'll say this: when they when they're sitting there now, you know, Hannah went in to go get her STD test, which was absolutely completely awkward. I mean, the twenty <laughs> questions alone, it was like, so do you have a lover? Do you have how many partners? She's like, should I get more? The one he's I enough get- for me to keep up. It's hard enough for me to keep up with already. Should I get any more? And then the the nurse or the or doctor. doctor looks at her and she's like. It's, she's just, just a very <laughs> awkward, bizarre. She, I don't. She's socially awkward. Well, mm-hmm. the thing I love about yes. her is that she turns everything into a joke. Like she has and when such it's a not dry. Funny. But <laughs> but it is kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, she just has a dry sense of humor. I think that's what it is. She has a dry sense of humor, which I actually like. I like her character. It is a little bit awkward. Yeah. But she just doesn't take anything serious. You know, she doesn't. I, I mean, I think she does when she needs to in her own way. But she just kind of is. You know, it's an it's an uncomfortable place to be. She's honestly scared. She really does have this fear. She she's taking who STD tests are not fun. Maybe she was trying to make light of so the situation. So she's making yeah. light of the situation. So you know, I know, like you know, for me, every time I get nervous, I just laugh a lot. So I think for her, she makes jokes, and I think that's what she you know that's what she does, even if it may not be appropriate. She kind of just and. No, and people don't get it. Like she's leaving her awkward, you know, pseudo boyfriend's house, and he doesn't get the joke. And it seems like nobody really gets it. But they just don't get her sometimes. Maybe that's yeah. It. They're they're just not getting her. So hopefully she'll you know I'm, she'll come into her. I want own I want that's what I want to see throughout the series is I want to see her kind of come come well, into that. Well, it becomes really sweet when, when so while she's getting this STD yeah. test, it becomes really sweet. Like you you finally get to meet and get to know a little bit about Shoshana, and it's just Shoshana and Marnie in the waiting room, still right. waiting on Jessa, who by the way at this point is making out with Morgan at the bar, and she's you know. Being very like dominating, like put your hand down my pants. Don't and, ever ask me again. Yeah, do that. like yeah. just don't ask me that again. Like just do what I say, and that's that. And to find that she gets her period, so that's yes. why she's definitely not going to show up to the abortion clinic now. Yeah. And in the in the midst of them waiting for her to come, Marnie and 
Shoshana have a heart to heart. And Shoshana admits to Marnie that she's still a virgin, that she's 22 and still a virgin, that she's never given fellatio. She's <laughs> never, no, no one's gotten close to, to where she, you know, to her lady parts, to her vagina. And um, very yes, yes, no, no, yes, yes conversation. She was, yeah. But, she, became, and, but she's really embarrassed about it. She's very embarrassed because, you know, she's like, everyone around me is having sex and I'm not. And it's, 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 you know, she doesn't feel good about herself. And I mean, to the point where you can tell when they're at first at the clinic and she's like, I heard you're getting an STD. Fun. Like <laughs> STD test. Fun. She's like, there's nothing fun about that. Well, and then Marnie, you could actually see when she turned around and she's like, sex is overrated. And she went back into the parental role or the mother, the mother yeah, role. She to make her feel she, better. She felt really bad for her. And, and I think she was probably thinking back to her experiences and I'm like, it's just, you know, take your time, blah, blah, blah. You know, just kept yeah, going. Yeah, you get bored after a while. I mean, look at her in the beginning of the Four episode. Four years, yeah. Four yeah. years and she's doing a doggy style, which she hates. And now she's like <laughs> bored to tears. And I like how in, in her attempt to, you know, make nice and to make make Shoshana feel better. She's like, oh yeah, by the way, I hit a puppy with my car. It was like, how and she had a learner's permit. And she had a learner's permit. Like, like, that makes it better. How random but still. is that? She doesn't know what to say to that. No. Because, you know, and, you know, and I think with the this day and age, girls are growing up so much faster and they're doing things and such younger, you know, getting younger and younger when they're doing all these things. So to be 22 and still a virgin is, you know, it's really unlikely. You know, it's, it's very rare that you find someone at that age that is still a virgin. And she's and it, it seems to be not something that she's striving for. It's not something that she wants. But, you know, so it's a little she doesn't really know how to comfort her. She doesn't really know what to do. Here she is complaining about you know, everything that's going on. They're talking about an abortion and how, you know, awkward is that for, you know, poor Shoshana. Well, it kind of showed all different aspects. They were there for the abortion. One of them's getting an STD test. And then Marnie is upset that, you know, she realizes she wants to get pregnant and she can't. And then Shoshana, 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 Shoshana (laughs) is realized, you know, she admits to her big secret of not ever having sex. Right. And then we find out that the pregnant one isn't pregnant. I mean, it's that's what I love about this show. That it just comes full circle. We get to see so many different things. Did it show? Oh, go ahead. We all kind of, I mean, as a woman, we all kind of freak out and have that yes moment when you get your period. And so for her to have that moment, it's like she wasn't even keeping track. How did she know she was really pregnant? She didn't. Did she pee on a stick? Uh, Yeah, because they never said. They never really said if she had taken a test or anything. It was automatically, I'm pregnant, let's get an abortion. Yeah. So we never really knew if she actually did go through, like, to have an actual test. And she had that intimate moment with Marnie when they were both in the restroom. She's in the restroom with Marnie. And you could actually tell Marnie, Marnie loves her and cares about her. Marnie just gets very, maybe disappointed. I don't know if that's frustrated. Yeah. Frustrated and annoyed with her because of her wild, very gypsy-like behavior. Or do you you think Marnie wishes she could be that way? Yeah, maybe a little bit envious. Maybe definitely definitely that, I think. There's definitely some envy. You know, the the free spirit. You know, I think maybe there's a little bit of envy in, in that from, you know, from everybody. But uh, well, I'm definitely looking forward to next week's episode. That's I know, for sure. us too. So I don't know. You guys ready to get into some news and yeah. predictions? Do it. After Buzz yeah. TV news. So in the last week since the first episode has happened, Girls has been getting so much buzz going on. Love I it. mean, everywhere. I mean, it's all over the place. Twitter's blowing up with it. Um, USA Today was like, "This is just what do they call it? It's one of those." Um, 
it's a scruffy side of the city that, that we're getting able to see. And even um, even CNN, the marquee uh, blog, actually went as far to say that, um, let me quote them, they said, you know, we want to we want to see Hannah and root for her friends, for Hannah and her friends. And as they muddle through the unpaid internships, awkward sex, disappointing boyfriends, reality TV, pregnancy scares, cupcakes, uh, disastrous drug trips, and complex friendships. And so it's really fun to see that people are really kind of really latching on to the girls right now. And even this morning on E! News, there was an interview with Han- um, with Lena, du- uh, Lena Dunham, mm-hmm. right? And she said, you know, we would love to have actually people from Sex in the City come on to the show. Not necessarily to be characters. She's like, you know, have them in the background. If we're out to dinner, they're like at a table or like Miranda B. at, you know, at the gym drinking a smoothie as Hannah walks by, which, I mean, for me, I don't want them to mash Sex in the City with girls. I want them to kind of keep it separate. But, you know, there's a chance that, you know, Lena's actually like, you know, we would love to have them on our show. Well, they make references to them, though, on the show, remember? They do. And and to the point where, like, you know, they've said in many articles that the reason why the show exists is because of Sex in the City. These girls on the show watch, this, watch Sex in the City. They want to be these glamorous women. And so now this is where the show Girls comes about because these girls want to follow suit to, you know, Carrie Bradshaw and, and the, the ladies. And one of the things, too, is this this show is so big on Twitter and it's a social media sensation oh, is yeah. the biggest thing because they put the first episode for free online to get more subscribers for HBO so people could really get into it to give it a bigger chance of getting more viewers, which I thought was a fantastic, you know, marketing idea for a younger audience for this because it's not the glamorous sex and city because it's not even in Manhattan. It's in Brooklyn, yeah. yeah, which is great. I mean, everyone's rooting for the girls and so are we. So we're excited to to watch it and buzz about it here on AfterBuzzTV.com. So let's get into our predictions and think about what we And now, your AfterBuzzTV predictions. All right, Mr. Tomas. Tomas. What do you think? So first prediction, can we talk about the results of her test? Well, what do you think? What do you think they're going to be? I think she's. I think she's going to have an STD, and my guess is it's going to be chlamydia or HPV. Is that's what I'm going to guess? That's so ten points on that one. I don't know, but that's what that's what I would guess. All right. I think that uh, you know, once they find out that the Jess is not pregnant, it's going to be like this whole dramatic thing because Marnie's going to lose her lose her. You know, she's just going to lose it. Right. And when they find out that you know Hannah does have an STD. Because she does, I mean, you, you get that phone call when you have something wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, you know, she's going to have to deal with this whole new experience of grown-up situations and really having to be on point with her sex life. And so it's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds with her and Adam. And, you know, because there's always that awkward moment. You're like, okay, by the way, I need to talk to you. I have HPV or genital warts or <laughs> oh. chlamydia or crabs. I mean, you just don't know what she has. So it's, it's going to get more and more real, just like this is. episode did. Because I was shocked how this episode got that much more real than the first episode. Right. I mean, it literally oh, yeah. just dove into it. I was yeah, I didn't expect that. What well, do you think, Kelly? I um, I think that. I don't think she's going to take it well. And I think that she, instead of being a grown-up about it, I think she's going to go a little bit of the opposite. You think Hannah? I think Hannah's going to go a little bit backwards. Because I think when, you, when you're when you that age and with everything she's dealing with, I think it's going to be a little bit rough. So I'm hoping she proves me wrong. It's going to be dramatic. So either way, I think we're in for a good episode. So that is our After Buzz show for girls. Thank you guys so much for hanging Thanks. out with us. Make sure to download us on iTunes. Leave a comment. 
And follow us on Twitter. Bing. Where can they find you? Miriam L. Gonzalez on Twitter. At Thomas Guide, T-O-M-A-S, Guide. And you can follow me at Kelly with an I-E-O-7-9. And follow us at AfterBuzz at AfterBuzz at TV. Thanks, guys. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz! See you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.